Today, we'll talk a wild Tuesday night at the Chili Bowl, including a surprise winner and disaster for a favorite. We've also got more high limit commitments and the All-Stars need a series director. Let's go. It's Wednesday, January 11th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. It was a wild night last night in Tulsa. And before we get into it, today's show is sponsored by MSP Mounts. A lot of the onboard footage you're seeing this week from the Chili Bowl between Flow Racing and a lot of the racers is being captured using these GoPro mounts. Spencer Baston's car last night had an MSP mount on it for the duration. And if you want to see one of these things in action, definitely check out his car from last night. They're easy to put on and take off. They fit a bunch of different sizes of bars and cages, and they're incredibly adjustable. You'll be able to capture all sorts of different angles for your footage. These mounts were designed by sprint car racer Dan McCarran and can be used for not only midgets, but really any type of race car, dirt or pavement, and even side-by-sides and ATVs. If you aren't in Tulsa this week, head over to mspmounts.com to order. Make sure to use the code DIRTTRACKER at checkout for 10% off. That's D-I-R-T-R-A-C-K-R at checkout for 10% off your order at mspmounts.com. If you are in Tulsa, go find Darren Nida or Steve Irwin in the building. They've got some of these for sale and you can get one and immediately have it mounted and ready to go on your midget. Thanks again to MSP and Dan for their support of the show. So Monday night at the Chili Bowl didn't really produce any major surprises, which we talked about yesterday. The feature was about what you would have expected. There weren't a whole lot of crazy incidents, etc. But Tuesday may have been the complete opposite. Wild racing, terrible sliders, and a prelim winner from out of nowhere. Hank Davis picked up the win last night with Spencer Basin in second. Those two joined Cannon McIntosh and Shane Golubic as locked into the Chili Bowl feature on Saturday night. And I'm sure a lot of people are asking today, who the hell is Hank Davis? So here you go. Davis is from Oklahoma, and during the year runs a lot of sprint car stuff in the area, 305s, some non-wing stuff. He races places like Creek County and Tulsa Speedway. I've also seen him in now 600 micros, and he is planning on a bunch of racing with the 360 ASC Asuna region in 2023. Before last night, the best we've seen from Hank Davis on a Chili Bowl prelim night was an eighth place run in 2021. His best Saturday finish is 17th in a B-Man that was also in 2021. Haven't had a real surprise winner like Davis on a prelim night since probably Travis Berryhill did it in 2017. Joining Davis and Basin on the podium was Jade Avedisian, who will head to a B-Main come Saturday with Kyle Jones, Jonathan Beeson, Kaylee Bryson, Chance Crum, and Tim McCready. Uh, We do have a very good chance of having multiple female drivers in the Saturday feature. The night as a whole, though, was pretty wild, and we saw some really bad moves. The most egregious was definitely from Damian Gardner in the night's second qualifier. He tried to put a slider on Brayton Lynch from Safari Joes that literally had no hope of clearing. Lynch went for a wild ride, but did get back out for the B where he finished 7th. Gardner was sent to the tail for the very poor attempt, but did eventually get into the night's main event. This was another perfect example of not a young kid making a terrible move, but instead a very veteran one who uh, and one who's won the Chili Bowl and knows better than to do it. So if the fans are going to get pissed at the 16-year-olds, then they better have the same fire for this crap as well. And if these guys would quit setting this type of example, maybe the kids coming up through micros and outlaw carts would stop doing this stuff when they get to midget racing. A few names that ended up in B's that surprised me on the night were Chance Crum, Zach Dom, and Tim McCready. All did eventually get through, though, to the night's feature. 
We did have another nasty crash in the first B when Colton Hardy jumped to right rear and went for a huge tumble. He walked away, but Jordan Swindell later tweeted that Hardy took a ride to the hospital and that he is bruised and has a concussion following the incident. Things were going to plan for the night's main event with Buddy Kofoid and Dazen Persley on the front row, but it went sideways quick for several drivers. Persley was officially credited with leading the first lap, but he got sideways in turn three after that and collected Alex Bowman, Darren Nada, and uh, Devin Borden. Uh, uh, what did I say Darren Nada? Darren Nida. Nida and Bowman ended up being done for the night. Bowman's guys ran out of time in the work area trying to fix the car. The crashing, though, and the drama was far from over. We had a big flip from Michael Pickens after he was the victim of a short slider from eventual winner Davis. Pickens put a similar move on Davis a few laps before, but Davis was able to get on the binders in time to avoid crashing. And I don't know if Davis's move was maybe a little bit of payback or not, but Davis did apologize in victory lane for the move. Kofoid was in control, though, and ended up leading until lap eight when his entire Chili Bowl went from pretty good to really bad. Several guys got stacked up in turn one ahead of him, and Kofoid tried to wall ride to avoid them, kind of a la Logan Seavey, only it didn't end up well. Kofoid's front suspension folded up like origami, and his night was done. They handed the lead to Davis on the restart, and he officially led the rest of the way for the victory. The racing, though, through the top five was really wild. There are plenty of sketchy moves, and I'm honestly surprised there weren't more crashes. It was an impressive drive from Davis. Uh, Jade had a really uh, strong night as well, as did Kyle Jones and Kaylee Bryson. Tim McCready went 21st to 8th, and A.J. Bender drove from the C to finish 17th in the feature. So nice alphabet run there. Uh, we'll all kind of collectively, I think, catch our breath after Tuesday night and get right back to it today. Same schedule, hot laps at 4 Central with racing at 5. Tonight's field will uh, likely be well into the 70s for car count, so plenty of guys uh, tonight racing. The list does include Sammy Swindell, Justin Peck, Kevin Thomas Jr., Corey Day, Parker Price Miller, Timez, Sam Hayford-Teep, Rico Abreu, Ricky Thornton Jr., Blake Hahn, Jake Swanson, Mitchell Moles, and a lot of others. Uh, all of them will be looking to try to uh, lock into Saturday. Rico has won five straight prelim nights and seven of his last, late, uh, last eight, so I'm not sure how you pick against him tonight. I'm also going to go out on a limb and say Corey Day locks in tonight. He's in a Matt Wood entry and was really fast last year. If you want to tune in, don't forget coverage continues all week over on Flow Racing. Uh, a couple of other notes for you today. First, Brent Marks posted on his social channels last night that he plans on running the full high limit schedule in 2023. He joins Kyle Larson, Rico Abreu, Buddy Kofoid, and Justin Peck to announce their intentions to follow the full series. As I mentioned before, we'll also probably see Alex Bowman at a lot of these races as well. No surprise to see Marks join the list as this will be a perfect smaller series for him to fit in between the rest of his pick and choose schedule. He said right off the bat that he'd be in for this series. Justin Peck is an interesting one though here. We'd mentioned Peck is likely a full-timer again with the All-Stars, but there now seems to be some question about whether or not that will happen. The high limit and the All-Star schedule don't really gel on the Bridgeport weekend with the All-Stars in Illinois and Missouri. That's a very difficult back and forth. It's not impossible but it would be a tough trek and require some extra help most likely. So we'll uh, see what happens here during the summer with Peck and Book Motorsports. Speaking of the All-Stars, that series is now looking for a series director after Eric Walls shared yesterday that he has left the series to go work in NASCAR with driver Justin Haley. This feels a little unexpected and is pretty late in the game, uh, especially considering the All-Stars will be on track in less than a month to start their season. Walls had been with the series for nearly eight years, and I think had done a very nice job there. We'll see where the All-Stars and Tony Stewart go from here. On the Dirt Racing Podcast front this week, Loud Pedal has a Chili Bowl preview, 
Passing Points has a bunch of extra stuff from Tulsa. Uh, Forward Bite has Ray Cook. Quick Time has Ryan Timms and Tad Holloman. Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks has Daniel Whitley. Hoagie's Garage has three new interviews, and there are new episodes of The Dirt Reporters and The Dirt Nerds. To see the full list of shows and episodes, head over to dirttracker.com slash podcasts. And the streaming schedule today has five items on it. Flow Racing has night three of the Chili Bowl, also night three of the Wild West Shootout. Uh, we'll see if Jonathan Davenport continu- uh, can continue his speed there. They've also got Flow 24-7. Speed Sport has another night of racing from the Winter Nationals at Kokopa, and there is Dirt Vision. Now, to see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. All right, that's it for the show today. Have a good Wednesday. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be right back here tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Dirt Tracker Daily.